It's that time of the year. Your vacation is coming up. You can already hear the beach waves, feel the warm breeze, relax, and think about work. You really, really want it all to work out while you're away. Monday.com gives you and the team that peace of mind. When all work is on one platform and everyone's in sync, things just flow. Wherever you are, tap the banner to go to Monday.com. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. FM 104 Sunday Night Live with Louise Tai. Dumb's Hit Music Station, FM 104, Louise Tai here with you until one o'clock. I'm now joined on the phone by Extra.E's entertainment reporter Orla Condon. Hello, how are you? Hi Louise, how are you? I'm good, I'm good. Thanks for coming back this week. <laughs> You're welcome, <laughs> always happy to talk, Sally. So tell me, what should we be watching this week? Uh, I don't know what I should be watching, but the yeah. number one uh, trending film on, on Netflix this week is the new true crime documentary, American Murder, It's yeah. Family Next Door. Uh, a lot of people will have already watched it. Like I said, it's trending number one on Netflix at the minute in Ireland. Uh, but it's based on the story of Chris Watts and the Watts family murders that happened in 2018. Massive trigger warning. It is it is a dark story. For anyone who doesn't know uh, the case or what went on and heads into this as just another true crime uh, thing to watch on Netflix, it is a t- it is a tough story to watch. Mm. Myself, I haven't watched the documentary yet because I've seen a lot of this case before. I've listened to a few podcasts on it. I don't know if I'm willing to go down that rabbit hole again. It's a really, really horrible, horrible case. It's getting a lot of praise for how it was put together, though. Uh, and I think that's that's why it's trending so well on Netflix. But yeah, the number one trending thing in Ireland this week, true crime is always popular. But this one is definitely a tough watch. Yeah, I've seen a couple of people posting about it and everyone's saying it's very intense and it's, you know, it's quite a heavy one. So if, if you're going into it, as you say, kind of be prepared for what you're going into. Yeah, absolutely. Like for, for anyone who doesn't know, and, and you'll see this in the trailer, the trailer will give you a good idea of, of what to expect. It lays it out pretty yeah. well. Uh, it's about Chris Watson, his wife, Shannon, and their two kids. Uh, and his wife was actually pregnant at the time. Um, and he murders his wife and his two kids. And reports her as missing the next day and goes on the news pleading for her to come home mm. and the documentary is basically pieced together um, through archival footage from kind of Shanann's own social media posts uh, police cams body cam footage that was leaked and is on YouTube you can watch it now all of that has been included text messages and home video footage is all combined to kind of paint the story of what happened in 2018 that became one of these really kind of infamous murders we have a little clip of it. I've done everything in my heart to make my family's life better. Don't eat turtle. Don't eat turtle. I think about like, did I cause this? Did I make her feel like she needs to leave? She said things were bad and that she didn't know what was going on with Chris. I'm worried sick. This is completely unlike her. Mm. So you can kind of tell even from that little bit kind of what you're, what, what yeah, to be expected. It's, it's, yeah. It's definitely dark. It's a it's a story that has been built for this kind of um, 
coverage. Like I said, it's been uh, the focus of many true crime podcasts. Anyone who listens to your show who loves true crime podcasts might have already been aware of this case. Mm-hmm. But it's, it's kind of built for this kind of documentary because there's actually police cam footage of the moment that a neighbour of Chris Watts has a CCTV camera outside his home and, and invites the police and Chris Watts over to look at the CCTV footage to see if they could capture Shanann and the kids leaving the house and they actually capture uh, Chris Watts red-handed. And wow. so, it, so footage like that just makes it one of those uh, kind of easy to transfer to documentary stories, I guess. But just be be well warned, it is a tough watch. Um, anyone I know who's watched it has said they couldn't watch the full hour and a half all in one sitting. They had mm-hmm. to break it off for they kind of had to watch something afterwards to kind of cleanse the palate before going to bed or whatever. Fair, okay. So definitely, it's definitely a dark, dark story. Um, but the, the praise for how it's been put together is pretty overwhelming. And in case that's not your cup of tea, what else have we got? Yeah, so look, for, for <laughs> something totally different, um, Netflix is also great at buying up series and, and you know, releasing new series onto, onto the platform. Yeah. And thankfully, they brought FX's pose to the platform last year I devoured the first season absolutely loved it and the second season has just dropped uh, on the platform in the last week and is already being uh, kind of devoured by viewers around Ireland who have been dying since the second season to come um, and it's basically about the New York City um, kind of African American and Latino LGBTQ scene and mainly focusing on the ballroom culture and the culture of houses and performance that way and it's set in the 1980s for the first series and now with the second series releasing we're moving to the 1990s mm-hmm. where the ballroom culture is becoming more mainstream thanks to songs like Vogue from Madonna which mm-hmm. kind of forced it into the mainstream it's just a really really good drama it's really glitzy and glam and um, but it's quite a tearjerker as well we have a little clip I've got a plan get in oh you can vote like yeah I like the new song I like that Y'all need to trust this mother's intuition. Blanca made me audition for the Fresh Faces modeling competition. Y'all are whistling past the graveyard. Really? Your T-cells have fallen below 200. I'm gonna have to move your diagnosis of being HIV positive to having AIDS. We are dying, and it's time that we fight. So obviously it's two-sided. Yeah, so the first series, kind of, um, it was kind of a side plot to, okay. to the main um, storyline was that many of the characters were either uh, caring for family members or not family members, p- people in their lives who are suffering from uh, HIV or AIDS. Yeah. Uh, and now in the second season, it's becoming kind of much more of a focal point. So there's more of, of the the characters in the show who have been diagnosed, and it's about the fight for for recognition and the mm-hmm. fight for healthcare. Um, while t- t- taking part in this kind of under- underground culture and being part of a community that's often overlooked. Uh, many of the characters in the in the show are transgender, uh, and it's. It's just an eye-opening show about what went on at that time. A lot of people who many of your listeners might know, like Michelle Visage was a part of the, the kind of ballroom yeah. culture. She lived in a house when she was growing up in New York. She spoke very fondly of it. And she, you can often, loads of videos of her voguing in the kind of ballroom scene uh, from back in the day. So there's a lot of people that we know now who were brought up through this culture. So it's an interesting look at what went on. Um, and it's it's been highly praised. It's received many Emmy nominations. And Billy Porter, obviously one of the stars of the show, was the first openly gay black man to win um, an Emmy for a leading actor role um, in the show last year. So it's it's a great, it's doing great, great series. Things, Cannot yeah. recommend it enough. Yeah, amazing. And then we have Emily in Paris. 
Yeah, so from from accolade winning and award winning TV <laughs> to something that will probably not be taking home many gongs uh, is Emily in Paris. That's not to say it doesn't have its place. I absolutely devoured the season uh, this weekend. It is such easy watching. It's from the creator of Sex and the City, Darren Starr, um, who created a show called Younger as well, some of your listeners might be aware of, uh, and now Emily in Paris, which stars Lily Collins, and it's about an American woman who works in marketing and uh, moving to Paris for this job uh, where she's trying to bring the American point of view to this Paris marketing firm and using social media and all this and all and all the while kind of embracing the city and finding new romance and making friends and very, very easy watching. It definitely looks like something I would enjoy, to be fair. <laughs> yeah. And especially in a weekend like this as well, where it's yeah. pretty miserable outside, you yeah. kind of just want to feel a bit cosy indoors. Like, yeah. this is a really, really easy Something watch. a little fluffy, not too heavy, no thinking involved, you know. Yeah, <laughs> absolutely. Fluffy is what we're going for here. Fluffy. Absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> I love, I, we have a little clip. French men are flirts. Just act normal when you see him. But I'm not this person. I'm the girl who shows up, not the girl who makes bad decisions. You don't come to Paris to be good. Sexy. Would you stop? I have some ideas about marketing Delora that I would like to share with you. Very sexy, no? Sexy or, or, or sexist? What is the problem? With all due respect, I have been sent here for a reason. Yeah, it sounds like good fun, like... It is. And look, there's definitely parts of it that are really, really like enjoyable to watch and all that kind of stuff. There is this aspect of it as well, though. Like, And I know this thing of kind of... Um, they kind of play on it a bit. It's this American girl coming to Paris thinking mm-hmm. that, God, the, the French people are doing this all wrong. Like, us in America have this nail. This is how we're doing it yeah. in America. Okay. And they kind of take fun at it a little bit, but definitely from the people I've spoken to that watch it, they're like, God, they're really like... This is quite insulting towards French people. Oh, right, uh, so okay. It, it's just a, li- like, just a little bit. Nothing, yeah. like, nothing horrible, but just... Yeah. It's just a little bit like... Uh, aren't the Very French so lucky this American Stereotypes, maybe. Sort out? Yeah. yeah. And it's kind of all harnessed around Emily starting the social media page and sharing her adventures uh, on Instagram on this page called Emily in Paris. Okay. And it, they kind of structured around her becoming this influencer, which I just Fair. think is a part of the show they didn't really need. Okay. Um, so it's kind of like this modern day interpretation of Carrie Bradshaw, like a young mm-hmm. Carrie Bradshaw finding her way in the industry. Uh, for me, as a person who loves Sex and the City, I think Darren Starr's show Younger is much, much better. For anyone who hasn't seen it, it's brilliant. Okay. Um, and I think it doesn't fall into these kind of tropes as much as Emily mm-hmm. Paris does. But having said that, like I said, I finished it's the whole definitely series, worth all it. 10 episodes. Yeah. It's very, very easy watching. It's number one trending in Ireland this weekend. So it's obviously not not only me and you that are watching this week. So <laughs> yeah. We're all looking right. for a little bit of fluff. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. No harm. So where can people keep up to date with you this week? Yeah, absolutely. Our TV podcast at Extra is coming back next week, the weekly watch. Fab. So you can find that on all of your favourite podcast platforms. And you can find me on social media at Orla Condon. Thanks so much, Orla. Thanks, Louise. Have a good week. You too. Bye. FM 104 Sunday Night Live with Louise Ty.